0: Hello everyone. Hello, hello. I'm Tony, and I'm Tally, and we are the, the Lazy, Lazy Book Fever. Lovers. This is a podcast for book lovers who procrastinate about reading, have never-ending to be read piles, and on the topic of to be read piles, <laughs> uh, we do every now and again we do an indie author feature episode, and we've been doing them right since back in the day, since the beginning. Uh, so we thought it'd be fun to see which ones we've actually read from. The amazing lists we get Every time we do it Because there's always so many we want to read But it's like We were wondering How many have we actually read Mm. And more than we thought But not enough (laughs) Nowhere near enough There's lots and lots of amazing books We didn't get to But these are the ones that we actually read Yay (laughs) Mm -hmm. Hooray for us Go Mm. us With some follow through (laughs) A teeny tiny amount And it's crazy that some of these books we've spoken about because we've been doing this for nearly two years now Yep, yeah. our two anniversary is coming up in this month this this august month. it's yeah. now august oh shoot oh. is it now wait we should have a look we should pay um, attention to that <laughs> yeah so we've been doing this for like two years now and um some of these books we talked about when they were Indian Now they're not even Yeah, some of them are traditionally published, published now. Yeah, It's crazy Or they're much, much bigger authors than they were at the time we talked mm. about them Like, it's very cool We love to see it Ooh On Spotify, we have five five-star ratings People gave us ratings? Oh, thank you Oh my god Oh no, we have five ratings that average out to five stars Ooh oh. Thanks, guys who gave us less than five? I don't know. I can't I'm view joking. it. I'm on because the, um, I'm <laughs> there, public. I can't view it. I'm joking. You can rate us whatever you want. But thank you. That's exciting. Mm. But special thank you to. Um, i have now lost focus about why I was on our. Um, seeing when the oh. first episode came. <laughs> there we go. Thank you. <laughs> I distracted myself. Mm. Fifth of August. Oh, oh my god, god. We, we missed era. our two-year anniversary. We didn't even <laughs> post so about on it on Instagram. Instagram. <laughs> we should probably post about that on Instagram. <laughs> it Saturday. Oh, we will do. It was, well, happy two years, guys. <laughs> it was like last month by the time you listened to this. <laughs> yeah, it will be. <laughs> we have some um, Do You it. guys ever go back and listen to the early episodes? The audio yeah, quality is... <laughs> dubious <laughs> we were not particularly comfortable until i think about episode 20 or ish we weren't very comfortable and to begin with we of did a, a one. one yes um, we should like if there was any that came out early on that we liked we should mm. redo them now <laughs> now we are semi-professional <laughs> professional ish mm. um Okay. Two years I know That's crazy We I'm had mad. follow through There's so much follow through for us It's probably because it's the uh, one time we get to see each other I know It's like a reason <laughs> you have to hang out with me Because of the podcast It's like <laughs> <laughs> We actually did something out, outside of podcast Outside of podcast oh, We, we socialised We went to some Barbie and it, was, and it was We had many feelings about Barbie So like, I didn't cry that much in the cinema Okay uh, that's like me <laughs> I was driving home, and I was, tra- I was really finding it hard not to cry in the car. I've been listening to the soundtrack non-stop, and every would. time certain songs come on, I'm <laughs> <laughs> So I was just, like, in the car, just, like, and I was just, like, trying not to cry in the car, and, like, a couple times, because fe- I'm have a feelings girly on my own, not in front of people, uh, so this is, like, not the first time I've cried whilst driving. <laughs> and it won't be the last. <laughs> um... But it's quite an interesting experience as a new driver trying to go and drive whilst crying. And I'm still I'm like checking, like, oh I just to my blind spot and I'm like oh. <laughs> And then I get this tra- text that like you know when you're just like, oh fuck. So someone was like, Oh my god, I saw you driving today and I was like, the only time I have driven today where you would have seen me is after barbie what, so you saw crying. me crying ugly in crying. the car. <laughs> it's the only place you could have seen me i was legit crying from barbie ugly crying but yet yeah, looking in all your mirrors checking your blind spots <laughs> doing your thing i was in the big test <laughs> oh. so that's like a really big roundabout we have to pay a lot of attention i'm just there like <laughs> so you would literally only just left the cinema yeah i literally got in my car and immediately started crying <laughs> <laughs> that is so funny I God, I love a, bait, a bitch you can suppress your emotions I alone. like an adult cried throughout the film He <laughs> <laughs> cried out the film I welled up but I didn't spill over um that apparently had to wait till I was you know in, in the driving room. <laughs> <laughs> obviously I know I shouldn't be crying whilst driving so I'm doing like breathing like calm down You can't cry here um I got to my in-laws to pick up my son. I went there to pick up people, my son at the very least. <laughs> and um, and yeah, I sat outside the house and just like had a little cry before I went in. <laughs> and they were like, oh, how's the film? And I was like, it was brilliant. so good. Do you remind me how it sucks to be a woman at all. Yeah, my mother-in-law had already mocked me for going to see the film. Mm. So she was just in... Pure confusion state. Why are you crying? Yeah, it's Just about film. Have films. you seen what other what other things they've greenlit now for films? No. But I hope women... Because it's going to be era women's film. We've had too many smash-crashy, shoot, shooty, bangy no, no, films. It's going to be so shit. I cannot oh. even. I cannot even. So, there's going to be a Uno film. Why? A Magic 8-Ball <laughs> Oh, I got excited then. A Hot Wheels. Film. I definitely got prematurely excited. <laughs> These are live action films. A Hot Wheels film. All right, Hot Wheels. I can see. It's going to be like too fast and the furious, but for kids, and um, <laughs> a Polly Pocket film. Oh, that would be good. It's being directed by Lena Dunham, and that, the person who I remember who they are from Girls, who is a little. A bit dodgy in their feminism. Oh, okay. Oh, and they're going to do a second Barbie, but Greta said she's not on board because she's done the story she needs to tell. Oh, it's going to be the same. But how the fuck are they doing that an Uno and a Magic April film? That's just it's like capitalism that is prime. Be, how can there be enough to say about Magic April? Like, how can there be enough? It's what just capitalism that is pure crime right now. Oh, what got really excited that I have loads of good girly films no, coming out. No, Like, things that are unapologetically no apologetically feminine and girly, and the women just get to enjoy. But no. Oh, I got excited. Mm. I won't even watch Polly Pocket, because I loved Polly Pocket, and I don't trust what I can do with it. We could do really cool stuff. You know, I had the gymnastics Polly Pocket, the one where they flipped, mm. where it was just like a magnet would come to the end and <laughs> propel the Polly Pocket forward. <laughs> I saw someone say the only way they can do Polly Pocket justice is if they talk about how she's a Nepo baby, <laughs> and I was like, true. <laughs> oh, I love Polly Pocket. Imagine if they did the Sylvanian Families one. I know it's a different company, yeah. it's not retail, but... Um Have you seen they selling weird Barbie? The whole point of weird Barbie is she's DIY. Yeah, you make your own weird Barbie. 50 quid. Yeah. Ugh. Oh. Well, this has been a very successful marketing campaign for Mattel, anyway. <laughs> Hi, today we're going to talk about... <laughs> I did intro the episode no, we did, before yeah. we tanted. The window's open because it's hot. That's it, that's all I've got to say about um, it. And because I'm that bitch, TM, there are wind chimes in my window. <laughs> so you're going to hear them tinkling along because we are professional podcast. Hashtag two years profession. <laughs> two years profesh. We know what we should be doing now, we choose yeah. not to. <laughs> I feel like we're like the TikTok generation of podcast in that we yeah. we know what we should do, but we're not going to do it. <laughs> well, you're listening, anyway, so <laughs> we're just too busy embracing the chaos. Yeah. Would you not want us to be comfortable? Slash, once if you keep rating us and liking us on platforms that we might be able to afford. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there was an episode recently where I just complained about how sweaty I was the whole episode, so. <laughs> I mean, I definitely didn't hear that, so you must have just focused on what you were saying. <laughs> because I didn't hear it as being like a you mentioning it too many times. Oh, okay, good. Good. Right, so let's right. talk about his <laughs> <laughs> We're going to start with our number one baby, the one that we've both read. I think it's the only one we've both read from this list. No, I think there's one, there's one more. Oh, you yeah. never yeah. got around to it. I can't remember. The no flames of Albion. Yeah, I've not finished that. It's still <laughs> in my TV. It's Even in my... though you loved it. Yeah. All right. I've not finished it. Though. Okay. Oh, that was dragons. Maybe I'll take that on holiday with me and yeah. read it with Fourth Wing. <gasps> dragon <gasps> very different feature. Dragon lives, but yes. Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> High Mountain Court <laughs> by A.K. Melford. Um. Yes. So, uh, in a surprising turn of events i only read this book got mildly obsessed (laughs) and i can't click on it because the one i've got in my box is the indie one Ah. okay yeah so yeah so so since then she released the second book in the series and then got uh then re-released as a traditionally published author the third one came out a few months ago earlier this year and then the fourth one has just come out. Evergreen Air is out. And she has a new series starting as well. Yes. Um but she did start as an indie author. And now she's kind of hybrid. She posts she is gonna to continue to publish some of them indie and mm-hmm. some of them traditional. Mm-hmm. So shall we do what the High Mountain Court is about? Yes. So it's the first book in the five crowns of Oak Oakcrift? As I said, Oakcre. she says Oakcreft on her thing. Except less British sounding. <laughs> <laughs> um and so the synopsis for the first one. Oh, that makes sense. I was like oh, the hardcover is seven ninety nine. No, that's the audible the, the audiobook. Um thirteen <laughs> uh, years fleeing witch hunters and the looming threat of death. Nineteen year old Remy knows she is possibly the last red witch alive and she is determined to stay that way. The Northern Court King has slaughtered her home court and placed a bounty on Red Witch heads. When four Fae warriors enter her tavern refuge, Remy tries to flee but her magic isn't strong enough to stop a Fae Prince on a mission. The handsome Prince Hale of the Eastern Kingdom wants to stop a war with the Northern Court before his kingdom befalls the same fate as Remy's. He needs a Red Witch and Remy may be the only person alive who can help him. Can she really trust Prince Hale? Can her fallen court be resurrected from the evil clutches of the Northern Court King? For the chance to save herself, her people, and help defeat the Northern King, Remy must put her faith in Hale and his companions on a dangerous quest to find lost relics. Um, So, The High Mountain Court is the first book in a thrilling fantasy saga. It expects danger, intrigue, and thrilling passion as Remy journeys to save the kingdom as she she holds most dear. Um, And there's a couple of... uh, like novellas, so there's The mm. Witch of Crimson Arrows and Hastemouth Each as well. Hastemouth yeah. Hastemouth. yeah. Each book follows a different character, but they are characters Mm-mm. you've met in mm. previous books, etc. Yes. Uh, and all they, they all go on, like, really good journeys. Like, their personal journeys are all really good mm. as well. Like, they have a nice little personal art. Like, I really like the journey the main character in the second book takes. Um and the each book does have a romance and you know, they're like different tropey romance. Different tropes, good spicy scenes. The third book is um queer, completely queer, like it's a, a lesbian relationship. Um and I believe the fourth one, Evergreen Air, the main character is non binary and is neurodivergent and autistically coded. Mm. Um, but obviously, in a world where they don't have words, I've them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they're really good books. And their audio is really nice. Because I read them, then got the audios, and then re listened on audio. Mm. Um, As I, you are off to do. Yeah. And now they're like one of my comfort audios. Mm. I really like those audio books mm, Much check them out. They did something I wasn't expecting with the accent of the witches and the accent of the fae. Well, once you get used to it, it's quite good. What kind of accent? I do? can't describe the accent. Okay. but just it is, I need to They've to made it up. A, well, it's not a made up accent, but they've picked like a... An accent. Yeah. And that's what like. An, almost with. a European accent, I want to say, but don't quote me on that. Mm. I might be completely wrong. It's just different to the rest of it. Yeah. So the, the narration's in... I shouldn't even have a particularly British tone of voice. I don't know how to describe the No That is good. It sense, just sounds It's, good. it's a bit <laughs> different. It's that. <laughs> um, yeah I feel like uh, A game Melford was like the first Kind of um, Indie or on TikTok That really did well and got picked up I still love her TikTok Even oh, to this yeah. day like nothing has changed about it Since no. she got like patricially published Or any of it um, She's very committed to her mission of like the diversity In her books and representation Of disability Of different queer relationships Like yeah mm. Yeah She's she's she, she, she's she's like talked about person. this and had follow through all mm. of her books consistently. Yeah. So Bye. I, well, I I like her. And she's also she still responds if you like make a comment, she still replies to them. Yeah. Even though she's like a lot more popular now. I still get the same kind of replies I did when back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but so, yeah. With we're, we're we're, we're we're I Yeah. Um, should we do Flames of Albie on then? Yes. I a thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, for starters, Jean, the author, recently did a TikTok explaining that everyone mispronounced their surname. So that's the apologies. <laughs> but she did, I commented and was like, I was today years old when I realised I've been mispronouncing your surname this whole time. And she was like, Yeah, that's Um, So it's not Menzies as okay. I've been pronouncing it, it's Mengis. Interesting, mm-hmm. that is very different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I was, yeah, I was saying Menzies. Mad. Yeah, so Ooh. it's Jean Z. Mengis. Um, so, Flames of Albion, a century since the monarchy was overthrown, the country of Albion has become a haven for its citizens. The young scholar Adria included. How would you pronounce Adria. Adria. Raised within the Albion uh, University's walls, she has dedicated her life to the pursuit of knowledge, preferring to hole up in the library than seek adventure elsewhere. She has grown accustomed to her comfortable routine until the day everything changes, when she unwittingly awakens a sleeping dragon's egg. Adria is thrust into unfamiliar territory, never having dreamed of dragons, Never having dreamed of dragon, she is forced to seek out guidance from the exhilarating Isla, last direct descendant of the royal family and companion to a century old dragon. Together they must navigate the surprises to come, for beyond the prospect of a newborn dragon, Albion is about to change it is about to face a dangerous conspiracy that threatens the peace of their realm. So Flames of Albion is a story of friendship, love and acceptance that celebrates queer identity. I'm about Halfway through And have them For quite some time (laughs) I did finish it (laughs) It's in my uh, My Heart of shame shame. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I did finish it I enjoyed it Um, I enjoyed the relationship In it I enjoy When she's like Having a relationship With a woman In this world It's just like Not a thing They're like Oh good for you Like this kind of thing Um, The dragon talks the old dragon talks, too. So we've got this, like, baby little teenage dragon. And then we've got, like, this elder dragon who's like, little one, don't do that. Oh. And the little, little one's like, you don't, you're not in charge of me. And oh. then he- <laughs> <laughs> that sounds cute. Um, and they, like, they do meet up with some other dragon riders because there are some dragons left, just not many. And it's very cute. Baby dragon, having to learn from the big dragons. <laughs> oh, that sounds adorable. Um. Yeah, that's it. It's a, it's a cute little it's, book It's fun I the, the cover's really nice too. Yeah, I like the cover. Although that that matte finish is very easy to get fingerprints on. Yeah, the kind of person who eats with her books. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> <laughs> um. Let's see. Next on the list, Torn. I haven't I have finished. This yet. Um. So this is the uh, verse of Grimm Book One. Yep. I don't know if Book Two's come out yet, actually. Um, by Jasmine Watson. I haven't actually had Jasmine on my TikTok for ages. I've had quite a few people disappear, disappearing off my for you page ah. recently. Like I said, like Luna Day just like disappeared off of my. The head. second one is out. Ah, that's weird. Second one's called Girl on Fire. Mm. Hmm, interesting. Okay, so um, the in-between is a land of unrest. Those with power are forced to subdue who they are or face death as a consequence. In the south, an ancient villain is gathering his army, determined to wipe potents out. out. Unfortunately, the only person who can save them believes the in-between to be a fairy tale. Ivy Anderson lives in the above, a world where those with powers are welcome. But when Jacob Grimm turns up at her door, knowing that she is The only one who can save his home, he turns her world upside down and awakens an unimaginable power within her—the power of the elemental. Mm. Oh, it's going to be a trilogy. There we go. Yes, so in in the in between, there used to be a whole very powerful, almost warrior-like race of elementals, Mm -hmm. Um, and she is one of. She's a child of one that managed to get her out, basically, but doesn't doesn't really know where she came from. Mm. And then she kind of makes a lot of mistakes because she's like been on her own for a while and had to fend for herself. And suddenly he's like, "Just trust me," and she's like, uh, "No." no. <laughs> and then he's like all enigmatic and like mysterious and just like does not explain things to her. And she's like, well, "I've always been on my own. I'm not going to fucking listen to you." The <laughs> <laughs> second one you can only get on Kindle. That's weird. Why well, don't I have a physical copy? Maybe this shows not too for this to one. I don't know. She's been off my feed for a while, so i yeah. very out of the loop. Uh, I enjoyed it. I'm not big on fairy tale retelling style books. Yeah, not quite like how so I enjoy them. So that's the only way in which I miss the mark, but that's not the author's fault. That's my fault. Because mm. it's not my thing. And then I read a book that wasn't my thing, and then I'm surprised and it, it's not 100% my thing. <laughs> that's not her fault. Yeah, not a minute. <laughs> but it's very well written. Like, it feels like a fairy tale. But modern night? Hmm, they still have their TikTok. That is odd, isn't it? Mm. Mm. Yeah, still making, still making books. Well, I had recently had to sort of basically reset my for you page because I was just getting no book stuff anymore. So I had to basically do a bunch of searches to do with book stuff then get it and reset it and suddenly they're all appearing again. That's how Lunar Day randomly come up on my feed and I saw that yeah, the next book's coming out. I've started realising I'm no. not getting the same people much no. anymore. because um, yes, I always forget so. to follow and I just because they used to just keep coming up in an yeah. algorithm. I just didn't think I was like, well I'm gonna see this again. And then I lose the track. Do you think you'll pick up the second one or probably not bother because it's not really your jam? Um I think for me Probably won't read the second, but that's nothing to do with like. There's nothing wrong with the book. Yeah, yeah. So things that I probably not, but that shouldn't discourage any of you from reading it because it is a very good book. She's not a fairy tale girly. Mm. We should just plug your laptop in. I don't know why we always do. Because <laughs> <sighs> we're just idiots. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> sort by oh, I want to sort it by like date added to list can't do that why would you be able to do that, okay, that would be helpful surely not. Yeah. okay right ah lord of eternal night by ben alderson i've read this it's first in the dark Mourn universe um it's a retelling so <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> um so uh, the dark morn universe is um uh gay retellings of fairy tales and this first one is beauty and beast one Mm -hmm. Uh, so jack's life has only one meaning break the curse or die trying marius's life has no meaning not since he was cursed into the twisted bloodthirsty creature of night for years the witches have waited for their salvation a way to return the magic that was sacrificed when the curse was first cast jack a boy born with power that the witches have not seen in a century is their prophesied savior, the only, uh, the one who is to kill the creature, break the curse, and restore magic to his coven. Sent to the creature's castle as a final claim, Jack must get close enough to land the final blow. It is what he has trained all his life to accomplish. Not all is as, is as it seems when Jack uncovers secrets and half truths. The creature is not the hunting beast he's been brought up to hate, emotions, war new feelings are uncovered what is more dangerous than love uh, than lust? what's more dangerous than hate lust <laughs> <laughs> ben, ben oh, wow. <laughs> so yeah this follows a vampire who is like in a castle mm. um he is cursed he can't leave and um each however many years i can't remember what the years are and um, Someone is, like, sacrificed to him for him to drain their blood. Right. Um, and that is Jack. He is a witch with magic and sex and cheese. Nice. It was a really good book, actually. Uh, I want to read more in the universe. Mm. Uh, I wonder why I make... There's four of them now, I think. The giant of vampire rather than the giant... I guess because you can't kind have of sex then. Giant? Is it Jack and the Beanstalk? What is the retelling off? I've Beauty and the Booth, sorry. You did say that at the start, that's my bad. I heard Jack and my brain went off. Uh, yeah. Because we talked about a Jack and the Beanstalk retelling we last week. Oh, okay, that's why. Yeah. See? You're <laughs> not insane. There was a logical reason. <laughs> I didn't know it, she knew it. <laughs> um, so the second book is a Hades and Persephone retelling. Oh, that's the... right out of your show. The third book is a, oh, Red Riding Hood retelling. Mm-hmm. And the fourth book, which comes out in January, is a <gasps> Little Mermaid slash Atlantis. Oh. You sound quite good. But yeah, uh, I really enjoyed how it was written. I thought Ben wrote extremely what, like, was very, uh, kind of flowery, but not purple in his writing. It wasn't like purple prose, but it was like, okay. good writing. Um and the smut scenes were very well done I thought I hmm. appreciate a good well written smut scene agreed <laughs> <laughs> Um, where you go next and let's just have a little look see for one um, I think the next one oh Child of Fear and Fire I read this it's a horror novella mm-hmm. by um, G.R. Thomas Um. So this says, Fear feeds wickedness. It hungers for the tremor of a voice, the drop of a tear. Wickedness dines on the echo of a racing heart, delights in the falsetto of a scream. Eliza lives darkness's dream, a maid in a great house owned by indifferent aristocrats, run by their free, cruel daughters. Daily beatings, tricks, and cruelties by the norlane sisters have left eliza a mute shell a vacant vessel besieged by fear yet alone she feels yet alone as she feels as small and insignificant as her life seems something is watching her darkness lives in the forbidden forest beyond the neat and orderly civility of norlane hall wickedness hears eliza's silent tears rises to the vibrations of her body that quivers in terror wickedness awakens from its slumber and calls to her Ooh. And the whole book is written as beautifully as that synopsis. It was really, really good. I can see it having that very like ethereal vibe but that you yeah. quite you love, and it was spooky. Mm. Um, it was dark. I would definitely recommend looking up trigger warnings or content oh. warnings. Mm. Yeah, it was just it was it, it was really good. good. I can still like. I can't remember when I read this. It was a while ago. I think it was at least a year ago. Mm. Probably longer. And um, I can still kind of remember how I felt reading it. Okay. So, yeah. Strongly recommend if you like mm-hmm. horror and short horror, I How many pages is it? Um, it's not always it easy to find on Amazon. 126. Wow, okay. Mm-hmm it's got to be pretty good to like stick with you yeah 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 really good it's that short mm. um the next one i've read the first two in this series have i read the third one i've got it i can't remember if i've read the third one i've read the first two in the series it's the angry greek god series by stephanie rose mm. and the first one's called carnivorous cupid i remember you talking about this one um, firstly, Stephanie Rose is the bomb, and we love her forever. Uh, <laughs> uh, so this follows the Greek gods in, like, our world, but also sort of still in their world as okay. well. So they're like in a, uh, like a alternate universe kind of thing. Okay. Um, so the first one follows Cupid, Uh Great god of love and sexual desire, sometimes depicted as an adorable, chubby little boy with wings, carrying a bow and arrows, flying around merrily, making everyone fall in love. That's not Eros. Not anymore. Eros is mad. He is all grown up now, and he's on a mission to provoke chaos, starting with humans. Instead of producing love, his arrows now produce hunger. Actual hunger. cannibalistic, beastly, monstrous hunger. Mm -hmm. Carnivorous is the world ready for raging Eros. can stop the angry god of love from eradicating the human race two soulmates at a time so yeah he's pissed off about something that you don't know at the beginning of the book um and he is in our realm and his little arrows are shooting and just turn everyone into like carnivorous zombies that kind of reminds me there's a supernatural episode where a cupid goes (gasps) rogue and makes a, a couple eat each other to death that sounds so cool yeah, the start. Yeah, I think they just try and eat their soulmate in this book. Mm. I, I read it like when it first came out, so it was a while ago. Um, And then his mum. Who is his mum? Who is his mum? I can't remember who his mum is. <laughs> is it? It's not Persephone. <laughs> Aphrodite. Aphrodite. <laughs> um, comes to our world um and then takes on like a human form and mm. is investigating the crime like a little investigating funny quite, quite yeah quite like, uh, investigating the crime um with an fbi guy uh and she's all like hmm, i wonder if it could be like mythical and the fbi guy's like the fuck you talking about <laughs> broad <laughs> i remember you talking about this book now yeah uh, so I've definitely read the first two. I can't remember if i read the first but I think mm. I think she might have released the fourth one now. Yeah, the fourth one is coming yeah, fourth one's out now, so yeah. Oh I need to catch up. I catch up on now. Um the next one on my list, Lady of the Primordial Tree. Yes, this the is what I did read. In the Divinity Chronicles by Daniela A. Mira. Um, So this is a series There's three of them out at the moment Um, This is an epic fantasy romance On the side of adventure And a heavy dash of revenge For three centuries creation wielders lived in bondage Some went into hiding in sacred temples Others accepted their fates And became bonded to decay wielders Sophia was born to be a weapon For the mother goddess's holy revenge when her mother was murdered, she was consumed with revenge. How could she be anything else? She wanted to fulfil her destiny. Twice cast out and te- perpetually alone, perpetually alone, she traversed the dangers of the northern continent. Dragons and men and kets alike threatened to stop her mission, and then Caelid burst into her life. With the brush of his fingers, the smell of his clean skin, something awoke in her soul. For the first time, she was not cast away. She was not alone. So yeah, I loved this. I know that you didn't hugely love it. It just didn't grip me. Mm. Like I would. I mean, all the ingredients equal perfect Tony story. Yeah, but yeah, I just remember this one took me a while to read, and it wasn't really gripping me. I didn't. That also could be heavily influenced by work at the time. No, I just remember it took you longer than I thought it would have taken me to read it. Yeah. So I don't know. It's just one of those ones that I enjoyed it while I was reading it, but I could put it down. Yeah. Oh, a bit like how you Felt About Caraval. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying I didn't enjoy the book. No. It's just no. like, it was like if I was going to bed and it's like my eyes were drooping, I'm not trying to stay awake yeah, like to read it. it. Yeah. yeah. But it's still a good story. Yeah. I I know you absolutely loved it. Yeah. I read it as an arc. I need to like, I've not picked up the, the next ones in the mm. series, so I really need to do that. I would probably reread the first one mm. to remind myself and then go for it. Oh, these are really, like, taking me back. I know. This is, like, prime TikTok time, I feel like. Yeah, this is, like, yeah, early early. <sighs> I feel TikTok like it's August. not the same anymore. No, so no BookTok has a new bloody drama every other I'm week. I'm so, so just sick of down. the BookTok yeah. dramas. They're so boring mm. and they're never interesting. Everyone's <laughs> like blown out of proportion. Everyone's got a way in their opinion. I'm yeah. Ah, like, oh, maybe just leave it alone. Yeah, maybe just don't don't talk about it, and then no one needs to know about it. Or really. someone says something, you know, a bit controversial on a TikTok, and everyone dog piles on them. Like the girl who said about classic literature. Like the stitches oh, dog yeah. piling on her was just like maybe not necessary. Yeah. So I don't really comment on controversy mm. because I'm like. None of it matters enough to comment on. Like, no. why do we need to comment on that? There's still a person that you're under that screen. Yeah. Whether is something silly or not, or, like... Yeah. And you don't have to do videos saying that you disagree with something. Mm. It's fine. If you want to educate them on whether maybe they're saying something wrong, a DM. Don't yeah. do it in the public sphere. Yeah, like, you don't always have to be... I feel like, with some creators, especially perhaps bigger creators, and... Um, I feel like they think if they don't make a video about it mm. then people will assume they agree and it's like no. People will probably assume you just don't care. Well, I don't know if people some people feel like apathy is, is the equivalent to agreement or like Yeah. But some people just want drama like, so Yeah, I don't know, like I just live your life be Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. Like obviously if someone's doing something that's making someone unsafe or is hurting a particular group Fine, call it out, but like, let's all just calm down a bit. Hey, yeah, and I can understand like with this whole the hockey team Ugh. thing. I can understand people being annoyed because um, in the mainstream media, all of Big Booktop is looking shit at the minute mm. because of some stuff. But at the same time, you don't all need to make videos on it. Like, I don't care. I shouldn't know what this drama is. Roger. I shouldn't be aware of it. No, I'm and- not in. I'm not in the hockey talk. I'm not in the romance genre talk. I should not be aware of this drama. It's just the fact that, like, an author who wrote quite a famous hockey book has put out statements about it, and it's, like... Ridiculous. It's ridiculous. She did not tell people to go and do this. No, and to be honest, everyone except, from what I understand, everyone except the, the actual hockey team and their wives are in the wrong. So I just stopped talking about it. Like I don't, I don't care. And then, literally, one day later, it was something else. So yeah, mm. I miss back in the day books, where it's just like, oh, like literature and all reading counts yeah. and you do you, and I like this fun book and all positive stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I miss that. Um. Okay, so next is by E. S. Barrison, the um, unsought fairy tale retellings. Um, it's a collection So I read the first two mm. I've not read the third one yet actually So the first one was Tuppence, and the second one was For Catcher, and they were Yes I remember these Yeah. So the first one is a Retelling of um A grim fairy tale called One Eye Two Eyes and Three Eyes And A Touch of Cinderella mm. And this was about a These are quite short, these are like Hang on, let me find the actual 64 pages. So they're very short novellas. So the first one is about a a girl, Tuppence, who um, learns that she can sing very well and the only friend she has is a goat for really just not doing the smallest amount of discussion (laughs) on it. Um, The second one. Focaccia is 79 pages and it's a Hansel and Gretel retelling with a bit of Frankenstein so it's about a baker who discovers uh, she has magic to bring gingerbread characters to life. Right. Uh, So she starts making children for people uh, who can't have children. Interesting. And the third one is called Roselda, and I'm guessing... Like a oh, not what I thought. Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs with a touch of strange case of Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde. Mm. Okay, and that's ninety-one pages. So yeah, the first two that I read really loved them. They were fun, mm-hmm. quick reads. What's not to love? Yeah. <laughs> Retellings, <laughs> proper little short little nugget, mm. story nugget. I really want to check out E.S. Barrison's other books. She's mm. got a um. A series of fantasy books. I've got the first one from the series as an audio. It's called The Mistkeeper's Apprentice, mm. and the series is called The Cycle of Life. No, The Life and Death Cycle. Um, and it's more uh, it's like fancy, like swords, fancy. Okay. Yeah, and I really want to check them out. so I need to do that. That was just more just. The list. That was more just me telling myself off for not doing it yet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right. Oh, missile foe. Oh my I god! I remember yeah. this one. That was my Christmas Day read a couple of years ago. So this is by Kimberly Kimberly Lemming of the Mead Mishap series. So you may know her for uh, that day I got drunk and threw it. What is it called? Oh my oh my I still need to read them. And the time I got drunk and saved a demon, and that. Time I got drunk and muted a love person at a werewolf. Have you seen the new covers? Uh, I feel like they came up on TikTok, but show me anyway. I need to own them. I don't think they're on here. Hang on, they're on her Instagram. One minute. Un momento. Because <laughs> um, I need to own them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, look. Oh, they're very so cute. They're not as cartoony now. Yeah. Um, and this is the new book coming out in town. It's just like a couple embracing and it's like... Yeah, it's stuff. just like a different stylized to mm. how they used to look before they used to be quite cartoony. Yeah. Um. So I need to hurry up and physically buy the cartoony ones before they can't be got anymore and then I can buy the new ones. Because <laughs> <laughs> I've only got them on Kindle. <laughs> mm. um, yeah, so I read the foe one. Which was just like a little Christmas novella. It was cute. It was about, um, it's it's 60 pages long. Mm. It was about a a young girl who has a talking sword that swears a lot. Mm -hmm. And um, one day she has to go and um, apologise to a fox demon who her dad offended. And they just kind of end up. Having sex, and yeah, <laughs> that's about it, really. <laughs> it sounded really fun when you like when you did the um, the for our like what we've been reading episode, yeah. You did the summary, it, sounded it was just so, so funny. I just read it on my phone on Christmas Day. Yeah, I just kind of tuned out of mum life and read that, and it was just fun. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, what I've got one more on this list. What have you got on the list? Okay, so we've done torn flames Lady Problem Jack Uh, I read a quarter of sugar and spice. Oh yeah. Oh no, well, I've got two left. That's Rebecca F. Kenny or Kennedy. I keep getting her so name wrong. I'm so sorry. Is it in the have you got her in the list? Nice I don't think I found her when I was just scrolling through. What's it called? A quarter. Of, of sugar and spice. Yeah. Hold on. I've got a got it yeah uh kenny yeah rebecca f kenny um <laughs> this, i mean this was a a good silly fantasy um you've got the synopsis there yeah and i'll give my little all right with their inheritance restricted until their marriage sisters clara and louisa both in their 20s must live with their godfather Drosselmeyer. One night, an accident brings to life one of the strange wooden dolls in Drosselmeyer's mansion. The Nutcracker doll is a cursed fairy prince, and he pleads for the sisters' help. During the ensuing journey into the fairy realm, Clara encounters the handsome Sugar Plum Fairy, and he promises her the chance to enact all her forbidden fantasies. Meanwhile, Louisa and the Nutcracker Prince battle and bicker over everything, despite the growing att- attraction between them. And to make matters worse, the entire Seelie Kingdom is under threat of conquest by the Rat King, ruler of the Dread Court. This is a spicy, adult fantasy romance retelling of a Nutcracker fairy tale. Is this where he has flavoured um, goop? Yes, so the sugar plum fairy character does have flavoured sperm, let's <laughs> well, use proper words like adults. <laughs> um, and there is a period of time where they're kind of just trapped in a dungeon just shagging. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah i remember that <laughs> just to pass the time um. in between fear of death <laughs> see this is the best thing about um t- uh, indie published books because you know a traditional publisher might be like this is this is slowing the pace cut that out <laughs> <laughs> whereas there, we get a few good we squeeze yeah. a few good scenes in there <laughs> <laughs> yeah so like the nutcracker and the other sister they take a while like, because he just is very uptight and prim and proper, and she's very like confident in her sexuality. And he's like, not for, not for me, <laughs> no <thanks>. but actually <laughs> secretly really is for me. And I've just been a judgmental bastard. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, so theirs is like slow burn, but the sugar plum fairy and I think it's Clara. Pretty much the first night they stay in his house, he's like, "You lack like a bit of." You want a bone or <laughs> You you like being played rough with and she's like, How do you know? And he's like, I can see the secret desires. <laughs> and meanwhile they're trying to like save the court. So it's it's good fantasy stuff. It's good silly fantasy smart stuff. I really enjoyed them. Um the Would whole... you recommend? <laughs> I think so. It's a short, fun little read, like <laughs> It's like nearly four hundred pages. Was it? Did it go fast though? Like was it? A quick I don't think read? it felt like four hundred oh. pages, yeah. That's cool. Like I feel like the beginning was a little bit slow before they get into Fairyland and stuff. Hmm. That bit was maybe a bit slow build, but then once we get going into like the the story, then we're like going. Um, going, on. going, going on. Uh, the Rat King's really gross. That. The next one is one we've both read. It's a short book, mm. one hundred and seventy pages. Uh, Faye's Mate mm-hmm. by Luna Day and this is the first in a Fated Fay book series. Um shall I just read some yeah, you Just another monotonous day or so I thought. Little did I know my life was about to change forever. When the air in my bakery gets hot and heavy, I think I've left the ovens on again. But everything starts shimmering and I feel faint. Then the world is consumed by a blinding white light. I wake in a beautiful autumnal forest and I'm not alone. There are others with me. When a Fey lord arrives and tells us we've crossed into his realm, he takes us in as his guests. Trapped in a land of magic and secrets that don't feel safe for a human, I have to find a way back through the portal that brought me here. That's when I discover the Fey lord thinks I'm his mate, a blessing rarely bestowed on his kind. Now more than ever, I need to return home before my heart and body succumb to the high lord of the autumn court this book's fun these books are fun they are fated (laughs) mates but like they don't draw it out too long like there's a point where both of them realise they're fated and they're just like okay let's get down to it yeah (laughs) and that's about it like it's just a fun series where every book follows a different character and they all have a fated mate yeah so they go to a different court in the second book um Follows a different character who like just likes to be <coughs> high on weed all the time and likes to travel about mm. and live free. Oh, that one, yeah, yeah. I really like whoever mm. Luna has doing her covers, or mm. if she does them herself. I just really love the mm. covers. Just a little side note, really. I really like, yeah, romance fantasy covers. Mm. Yeah, they're just really well drawn as well. Mm. And the third one comes out in September. Fifth of September. I should have included that in my list. Probably. Probably. Telling you, you about right now. I'm also choking on a crisp. <laughs> <laughs> and it I told be. you I didn't need any liquid. <laughs> 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 you just drink a little dribble left in your cup. Mm. Hmm. Refreshing. <laughs> um. Alright, The last one that I had to talk about was if my phone. Works. It won't let me scroll. <laughs> oh there we go. <laughs> no, it's still barely working. Okay, I did have one more. Oh yeah, it's working now. Okay. The last one. What what is your phone doing? I don't know. I think it's the app. Is it just it's just disappearing? Oh there we go. We're the, scrolling. Oh uh, <laughs> I can't remember which one it was. Yes, is it? A Study in Steam. That's the one I read. A Steampunk Victorian Mystery, the yep. first in the Ladies of Wax Here series. I remember this one. Um, so, this is by Stephanie K. Clemens. Mm-hmm. Um, a revolutionary opportunity, a murder most foul. Can a wrongly accused young lady prove her innocence before her future goes up in smoke? Hippa Stanhope envisions a world teeming with her mechanical creations. So after a lifetime of hiding her love for inventing steam-powered gadgets, she's thrilled when her local university finally opens its doors to women. And the determined novice fearlessly sets out to pursue a higher education despite her family's threat to disown her. Refusing to be intimidated by resentful male students and professors, she quickly befriends the three other ladies attending the school. But when she discovers the body of the lone teacher willing to take her under his wing, She's horrified when she is named as the prime suspect. Can Pippa and her new friends find the real killer before she takes the fall for a crime she didn't commit? Ooh. It's just really fun. Yeah. It is what it is. It's just it's a steampunk kind of book set in Victorian era. There's like murder mysteries in it. Perfect. It's fun. Yeah, takes all the boxes. It's just really good. I enjoy books set in Victorian era of women just going out of what they actually would have been doing at that time, and yeah. <laughs> um, being modern women in the Victorian era. <laughs> See last week for my rant about how historical mm. settings don't have to be historically accurate. <laughs> mm. so I think the last one we could maybe add is Atlas 6. Yes, yeah, thank yeah. Because that one got picked up and traditionally published and went quite big, but mm. it was originally one of our... It was one of our only ones, yeah. Do you know what else was on the list? Zodiac me. Mm. <clears throat> oh my god, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I read all of them. And then. Bridge Kingdom. My list is really out of date. Yeah. They must have all been before I started keeping my list. We, I think you had a different system in the beginning. I did, yeah. I think it was in an Excel somewhere or something, yeah. Yeah, and then yeah. I moved to Notion. Mm. Mm. Bridge Kingdom can recommend. Go listen to our last reading update, because... Yeah. Natalie actually read the first one in the series And I had just listened to the fourth in the series So they're pretty good If you want to Comp- get by yeah. um, Zodiac Academy I have discussed this a few times Yeah I read all of them In a, like a week <laughs> I've read the first one uh, <laughs> True <and> to form <laughs> I've read all the novellas I have some of them as audio now um, oh, I quite like them I've got. Go find my blog i read a review of all of these Maybe that's the quickest and then at the six. We've also discussed this a lot as well. But because we got also, obsessed with it. Yeah, uh, still am <laughs> 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 You're like Fritz? then. I'm like, I'm like, still am. <laughs> <of this." laughs> um, so I could read the summary of that. but yeah. I feel like they've heard it so many yeah. times. Um, I think we just don't really need to talk about them. We will just mention them. You, mm-hmm. If you've listened to our if any of our episodes, you've heard about. All these <laughs> you've heard about these books quite a lot. Yeah. Um. So we have a lot still to read, and we're still making these indie episodes. Because, like, per indie episode, what we get, like, ten to twenty. Yeah, we're spacing books? them out a lot more now. We were doing them like monthly, and that was yeah. just too much. Yeah. Mm. That's when we. Well, that's when we did um. We did, we did one TikTok asking for authors, and we got, like, a deluge of mm. authors so we just were not prepared for. No, not at all. Um, so we had a bit of catching up to do at the time. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, like, there's just... <sighs> Booktop has just been wonderful for finding mm. new authors. Yeah. So really, I, I find it easier to get into, like, I don't know, I don't feel the same feeling when i with books, with, like, Bookstagram with authors. No. Like the same, you don't build the same community, do you? No, it's nice, like because they do stories, but I saw an author on TikTok who I was following, and um, I'd only just started following him because he followed me. I won't do names. He did a video saying, like, Oh, I just don't get the sales I need from doing TikTok, so should Mm. I just drop it? And then I looked at his videos, and they were all just here's my book, you should buy it. And I was like, well, that's why, because you're not trying to build a You're community. not trying to, like, yeah, engage like, People don't know who you are. Yeah. He wasn't even on the videos, it was just, like, him holding a book. And I was yeah. like, you've misunderstood what TikTok is, you need to go back to the Or you <laughs> need to do, like, do you like this trope? Mm. Do you like books that have this, this, and this? But, but if every, every my video book? is sales, mm. people don't care. Like, you need to have videos that are more personable as well, and, like, who you are and... So people can feel yeah. like they've got a connection with you. I think that's the point, and that's what people like. That's why people get so, like, behind authors with BookTok, is that they can really kind of build a community with them. Mm. Yeah, so I think some people come over from, like, Bookstagram and just try to recreate what they do mm. for Bookstagram, and it doesn't work. Or even Booktube, because that's a certain amount of, like, pre-recorded talking at a camera. Mm. It's not the same as what you would do with the TikTok. A lot of because I, I follow a lot of booktube mm. and a lot of booktubers kind of really hate book talk. And mm. I'm like, I don't know why everyone hates each other. Like book Twitter hates any other and I'm like, why? I don't understand oh, Book Twitter. Like, like, I don't go near Twitter but oh, I used I used somewhere. to be on that whole <laughs> thing. And like I enjoy booktube, I enjoy Bookstagram and mm. I really enjoy book talk, and I have but I understand the differences in what each one Provides, yeah, and I think some authors can't grasp that, and so they're missing out on like this fame that some of these authors have had on booktop because they're just not quite knowing how to go if in. You can if you can tap that market, though. Like, oh my god! <laughs> yeah, like this. I we were talking about this whole thing with Fourth Wing. I mean, that's traditionally published, but still, like, yeah, they but it just came hit, out of nowhere and suddenly, yeah, it was like it was everywhere. hitting all the tropes, and everyone was reading it. And it's one of those books, neither of us have read it yet, mm-hmm. but it's one of those books that we're both aware is probably not exactly critically great, but is fun and hits all the tropes people want. What am I going to lie to you? So I started it last I night. started it last night, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I was up to one <laughs> Reading it, you just couldn't put it down. Yeah, it's kids already. But it's just... Yeah, I think it taps into it. They've hit a few that tropes. And it, it's stretched, it's got dragons, but it's school, but it's like Hunger Games in a school, and it's like, so I feel like they've just been either on purpose or accidentally very clever. Mm. <laughs> yeah. And a lot of the publishing houses' TikToks were like clever because they've done like, when it started selling well, they were like, we weren't prepared for this, and they did like funny little meme ones about this, yeah. or like you know, like the I can't, remember, no, I can't remember the name of the actor, Adam Sandler, the one of him crying or yeah, something. Yeah. That that cap cut thing they did that with them being like when a book sells too well and you weren't yeah. prepared. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like that. And, like silly little things like that. I'm like they've just been a little mm. bit clever. Yeah, yeah, but at the same time, I saw someone and I I agreed with them, say. I saw someone say that they don't like that the big five are on TikTok now. Yeah. And I'm like, no, I agree. Like, you you can advertise everywhere. You don't need to be on here taking up people's space mm-hmm. and, like, trying to, trying to recreate that you're just a general creator. No, yeah. I don't Yeah, you can, you can spot them a million miles off a lot yeah. of the time. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't like that. Yeah. And, like, we thing think where they've got partnerships where you can, like, link books to sites supposedly it's affiliate and you get something but nah, yeah when i see i don't know like people link the books on their tiktok store and i don't Mm. like it Mm. i don't know why i don't like it i will not buy a book through that is all i'm saying i think it's because it's moving it's it's gonna it will eventually ruin what people enjoy about TikTok. tiktok has always been about organic content organic build and the more paid things, the more I mean, I see so many fucking ads on TikTok, which I never used to see before. Yeah, well, it's and lost that charm. There's so many brands on there trying to make TikToks that seem like you like UGC content, and I'm like, mm. like it's lost the charm of everyone's in lockdown and it's just trying to entertain themselves. Yeah, and also it's just it's gonna it's gonna eventually move the way of all the platforms we're not enjoying. Yeah. Which is like Instagram, Facebook, all of them that prioritise paid for yeah. things or people who are paying to be boosted, people who are paying to be seen further. And if you don't pay, you are very unlikely to organically, which is like for non social media people, that's like doing it on your own. So it's just through people seeing you and sharing you and liking you, and then more people see and share and like you. So it's like it builds on its own without it's like you having to like pay for it. Social media word of mouth. Yeah. Yeah So that's what organic means And that's what TikTok did well Is that you had to It was Organic was the only option you had Mm. Whereas now The more and more paid things they push We're going to move towards the whole point of reason Why TikTok was popular Or is popular Yeah and what bothers me at the minute Is TikTok are really pushing carousel photos Mm. And Instagram's really pushing reels And stop it Everyone just stay in your lane Just stop it And like now on TikTok you can do just text, like threads, and I'm like, no. Yeah. Just stick to what you were good at and what everyone loved. Just stop it. or well, just don't help. Oh, ugh. Like, people are showing you what they want. Yeah. They don't want highly curated feeds full of things that people paid for. Like, no one wants that. <laughs> no No one. <laughs> Anywho... Please come to, um, Speaking of which. come to our website or DM us anywhere if you have an indie book we should mention or if you are an indie author and you want us to talk about your book mm-hmm. please reach out. Um, follow us on Instagram, TikTok no videos there but follow us. <laughs> um, we also have a Facebook group we would love for you to come and join us so we can start building a community and then we can maybe do more with it and uh, please, please Follow and rate and subscribe and whatever you can do on wherever you listen to your podcast. Mm-hmm. It really helps us, boosting the algorithm and lets us know that you are interested and want more. You actually like us. We need the validation. <laughs> <laughs> Please. <laughs> Help us. Please. <laughs> Yeah, thank you so much for joining us this week And we will speak to you next week For something different (laughs) Something else We'll do some kind of episode With that book That's all you can be guaranteed (laughs) Bye Bye